Hey, Lauren Lynn, you're listening to Radio Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. I don't get introed anymore. I mean, I don't Should know if you want me name? to introduce you every time. Well, I'm a guest. You, but you're the host. Oh. I mean, you're the co-host. I'm Derek Armijo. So that means, could I do that, like, an executive privilege and, like, no. just name me emperor of the Radio Brendo Man show? No. Well, then I'll take the guest treatment, thank you. Okay, well, we have Derek Armijo is back here. Hello. On the show. Thank you. And you're going to be here for the next, still got a few more weeks. So. I don't know if I can take hearing this theme all the time. It just makes me so sad. You're going to be really, really depressed by the end of it? Uh Uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. What are we looking at? Um, I was just having to mute the person that came in <laughs> because it was just making noise. So they're in the dark, it's scary. Uh, people are in the dark. We, I don't know if you want to go right into it, but we watched ET, and there's a lot of silhouettes in that movie. Well, yeah, I mean, it's I I really enjoyed. That's one of the great. That's one of the things that makes ET great is for the most of the movie. It's, you don't see the adults, the adults are all, it's a lot of shadows, and you don't, you only see their, like, until their midsection, and the only adult you see is the mom, and then it's all dark, and I think that's, as a kid, why I was so terrified of that movie, and why, as a kid, I, I hated it. I was not a fan. I heard that in the, in the special edition, Spielberg had the CGI pants on, yes. on all the adults, and in the original version... That we, I guess we don't remember that everybody's dicks and balls Lots of were dicks. Out. So many dicks. That was the 70s, man. Yeah. I tried to, com- I showed the, cause I found a Blu-ray quality rip of uh, A New Hope or the original Star Wars. Yeah. You know, with no special edition stuff. I was trying to convince one of the kids at work that it was originally full of a lot of sex and violence. And- well, I mean, that's why, I mean, I mean, Spielberg said he was trying to CGI the guns, but he meant another kind of gun. Yeah, and enti- I mean, he just—it's just—he just—he fooled us all. And then you the see that, and you see that, on you see that seventy millimeter, ride. you see that seventy millimeter print, and it's just really blown up, and it's just like, whoa, there's dicks everywhere. But it was a British print, and even that was censored. I don't know if you realize that the terrorist line is it wasn't in there still. Hmm. When she tells Michael, "You look like a terrorist." Oh yeah. I was I was waiting for it. Penis breath was in there. <laughs> we can confirm. Which is like the best insult. So why were you scared of E.T.? Just because it was like dark and adults chasing kids and <clears throat> um, E.T. screaming a lot. And then it's like <laughs> they take over their house 
and all the tunnels and then like ET's like molting and it was just like too much for young Brendan to handle. And but there's a lot of like snacks. Yeah, I mean is it but then like Some in high school I up. I gave it another shot and then I really I love the movie which my love for it was almost ruined by the horrific special edition with the CG ET which is just a fucking abomination of man and I'm glad that everybody agrees about that including Steven Spielberg. So I listened to a a clip where he he was at some Q&A and somebody was asking him if he was going to do that to any other movies and he said that he demanded Universal put the original on the DVD when it did come out on DVD. Yeah. Cause, and then he said, do you mind if I never release that version again? And the whole audience was applauded. Like, I, guess, I remember we got it. Spoke. At the vi- I special ordered it at the video store I worked at so I could, you know, re- check it out. And uh, and I just, oh, God. Did you see you didn't see it in theaters? Um, it didn't. Um, I know I saw it in a theater in the 80s because I, I think it had like multiple screenings, you know, like they would bring back movies that happened quite a bit before VHS was like huge. And uh, so I know I saw it in a theater and I freaked out. Like I remember freaking out. But you didn't see the special. Edition oh, no, the because well, that was I was living in Wisconsin and we didn't get that shit out where I lived. Like we didn't get really? special screenings like that. <laughs> I probably, I mean, maybe in Madison, but that was a pretty wide release. Yeah, I, I'm t- where I lived. I mean, the town I lived in, we had a movie theater, but it was like Did you get Blade Two. Um, I mean, yeah, but we had like this little the same weekend, this tiny little movie theater in the town I lived in. It was called Stoughton, Wisconsin, and they had, but it was cool because they had like dinner tables and you and like. You but you'd sit around them and you could, but and you they it was also a pizza place so you'd order a pizza and you'd bring it into the movie theater but it was like pretty shitty and so if you want to go to good movies like a good theater you had to go to Madison which was like a half hour away and and when it's uh, snowing outside and it's like really snowy a half hour is really far so someone's creeping in there you go that was my life well. uh in Wisconsin for you. I looked at a YouTube side-by-side comparison. He even changed shots of, like, the woods and stuff. And he added a flowing cape to Elliot to match the logo, the Amblin logo, because Elliot didn't have a flowing cape in that shot of the bike against the moon. Yeah. Well, I... Him and George Lucas just need to... And he added Glomer, which was weird. Yeah. Just from, real... Uh, the punky verse. At the end of the rainbow, game. he's like, eh, I got <laughs> lost. I thought I was supposed to be in New York City. Did Glomer scare you? No. It was a cartoon. That would... I know, but did any cartoons scare you? Not really. He had the, he I had mean, the, pa- Mumra, he had the power to, like, Mumra change kind of, reality. Yeah. Mumra from Thundercats kind of scared me because he was like a mummy and kind of scary. Um, what were the top five things that scared the Brendo man as a kid? As a kid. Um, masks, 
because uh, the the Eric Stoltz movie. Um, well, actually, I remember there was like a trailer for that movie that scared the shit out of me as a kid for some reason. <laughs> but no, when, when I was a really little as a kid, uh, my dad took me went to the mall because I wanted to go to the He Man live show, and uh, that was and a mall as we show. Were, yeah, they had like a um, Dinosaur Dracula posted a video of it, I think. It is like a freaking awesome mall show where they set up this Castle Grayskull and then like He-Man came you out. You to but pay for it? No. Well, I, I don't know because I didn't end up getting to see it because we walked by a um, party store and this was in the during Halloween time and there was a guy in a Frankenstein costume and I lost my shit to the point where my we had to go home. Like – um and 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 then i I miss mall tours nobody appears at malls anymore yeah that's not really a thing anymore um because malls are i don't know malls are over but uh don't say that i know i'm sorry i'm sorry um but yeah uh and then I, so then, and then I, I remember my mom, I also went to a haunted house probably a couple years too early. My mom took me and my friend Alana to a boys and girls club haunted house, which was just teenagers in a dark garage with like garbage bags and shit. But <laughs> we were like four, I think. And that was too young because as soon as they, cl- we got in and they closed the door and it was totally dark, we both just started screaming and, they had to pull us out of there, and so that kind of scarred so me five, a bit. Masks, masks. Um, number four uh, would be um, I saw uh, the remake of um, the Blob too early, eighties uh, Blob, and it scared the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> so, were you afraid of Jello? Getting and stuff? sucked in by a because because the thing about the remake of the blob is that they actually show the people dissolving which wasn't in the 50s one and it's like fucked up um and when my dad watched it with me he didn't he because he thought it was gonna be like the 50s one and like yeah no and i was yeah i was really scared um so Okay, number four, 80s blob. Yeah, as Mark Ariano just says, the scene, the kid in the sewer, in the blob. It's, um, and then clowns. Number three, number three would be clowns or would that be number one? In no, in no, no, order. no, no, I know my number clowns. one. Number three, clowns. Number three is clowns. Was there an incident? Probably, I think Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I think that's where it goes back to. And you weren't afraid of, uh, dinosaurs? No, I love dinosaurs. What are you talking about? Every kid loves dinosaurs. Who's afraid of dinosaurs? That has a scary, scary yeah, dinosaur but in it. It's, I mean, all dinosaurs are supposed to be scary. That's why clowns are so fucked up. Cause it's uh, like, are they supposed to be scary or are they not? And it's like this weird thing and that's why they're scary. Like, I don't know. Dinosaurs are supposed to be scary. A T-Rex is supposed to be scary. Uh, Number two would probably be just like loud, like yelling, like people yelling, <laughs> any kind of yelling. Intense, intense. Yeah. Anger. Yes. Okay. And then <laughs> number one is the dark. Still. Well, now, not now. I'm talking about young Brendo. 
Oh, okay. But you're still afraid of the dark. Not, no, 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 no. I, I used to sleep with a light on. I slept with a light on until I was like 18 years old. Oh, uh, like full light? Oh, yeah. Like the lights on in my room. Nightlight was not good enough. Wow. My mom and dad would try to force a nightlight on me and I was like, nope. Oh, Mark with a, oh, Mark, Mark, somebody just saw that I shaved my head. I shaved my head, everybody. Uh, I don't see the chat. It's so there's a YouTube chat which you can't see, and oh, okay. there's a the mobile chat which you also can't see. <laughs> so what was it about the dark that was scary? Um, I don't know, man. I think it was. It really was after I watched. I still to this day am not 100 percent sure what movie it was, but my babysitter show we watched uh this is like in like i was like four or five and my babysitter let us watch i mean she wasn't i don't think she was paying attention or maybe she just didn't think it was a big deal but we watched some scary movie and i have i think i blocked it out of my mind i don't remember all i remember there was it had kids in a house and i don't know um there was some kind of i think it was a slasher movie and uh i after that i could not sleep with the lights off i couldn't um I would have nightmares and actually what starting in like the late elementary school all the way through high school, if I did try and sleep with the lights off, I would have the same nightmare. And, uh, this is just what it, this is about to get a little, I don't know. It's weird. Um, I, so the nightmare is, and I, I, and <laughs> I, I sleep with the lights off all the time now and I don't have, so I haven't had this nightmare anymore, but back before when i was in i think i the first time i had it i was in like fifth or sixth grade and and so where i'm in boy scouts and we're at a campfire ceremony and suddenly like everybody's gone and it's just the campfire and then who i there's a person stand like sitting and like i can't really see their face and i think it's my dad because i hear my dad's voice and they look up and it's it's the scream mask and this <laughs> but this was in this was before the movie scream this was just so it wasn't the scream mask it was just that mask like because so when the movie scream came i out, lost I my god <laughs> damn mind the first re- the first reveal of that mask i flipped out cuz i was like what the fuck like, so, um, yeah. And then, so I had a, I had a real big fear of that mask. And I, for some reason, I always had that nightmare when I slept in the dark. And then it got really, it got really traumatic for me after my dad died because it was still like, I thought it was my dad. And then it was the scream mask thing. And then I woke up. And so, but then at a certain, like, I remember the summer after I graduated high school, I was like, I came to the realization that I'm about to go to college and I can't sleep with the lights on because I'm going to have roommates. And well, what did you do at sleepover? If there were other people in the room, I was okay. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, if it was, it was just by myself and, uh, and then, well, then it shouldn't it be okay if you sleep with a roommate? Exactly. Yeah, but I was still kind of like, uh, and uh, 
on a, like on a consistent basis, you know, because it was I was like after or even after a while with other even with other people, if it was more than like a few days, like it was a camp situation, I would start having like I would start getting like really bad anxiety and having trouble sleeping. So at college, I'm like, this is a permanent thing. I don't know what it's gonna be. So that summer, I basically like fucking forced myself to sleep with the lights off and i've powered through brendo fears yeah but hey um z you've conquered them all yeah pretty much right oh yeah and i'm over clowns now because after that whole stupid like the clowns are actually (laughs) gonna attack people thing i was like this is fucking dumb so you conquered masks, clowns. No, I'm still a little okay. My one fear that I, I don't know if it's a fear, but I, I'm a little. But what's the? What were the other ones? The dark, and then. Well, what did you? What else did you beat? Um, what? Oh, well, just what? loud like arguing and like and yelling. I, that's still. I just I get really freaked out. Oh, Mark, it's okay. You're not interrupting and you're not, I know you're not making fun of me. Everybody should be shocked that I'm just like bald now. Um, Mark was saying that he was sorry that he didn't mean to be making fun of me, but he's not. It's cool. But yeah, no. So I think I still have trouble. I get like not scared, but I don't know. I don't, I get tense when there's like a lot of like loud, just loudness. And people yelling and arguing. I don't know. What about you? What are you? What were you? You claim to not be afraid of like anything. Yeah, I don't really remember what I was. I was afraid of gremlins, <laughs> and then the Joker, and because I would have recurring nightmares of them. And then I got over it. So you have no fears now at all. I guess when I look up, if I'm looking up at a tall building, I'll get like vertigo. Mm-hmm. Not on. But you're not afraid of heights. I look up, because I'm afraid that I'll back into the street, if that oh, makes yeah. any sense. I'll look up, and I'll keep going into the street. I think that's it. I'm afraid of getting hit by a car. I guess I'm afraid <laughs> of passing big uh, big rigs now that I've been hit yeah. by one and spun oh out of God. control. Um, um, what else? I'm afraid of... Okay. Muggings, I guess. Yeah, I'm. A, I, yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I go well, after. I got jumped, so that's kind of. I'm a little shaky about that kind of stuff. The one but you karate Brendo them away. No, I didn't. Then you say you like knock some knife out of somebody's. Well, hand? that was in like junior high. And somebody brought a and, knife to junior high. Yeah, dude, I went to a fucking. I there was. I went to a school. There was like gangs. And you knocked it out of their hand. I. I I knocked them out. I broke his. I punched him in the jaw. Did you say "hiya" or some sort of Brendo phrase like "Brendo to the max" and then knocked knocked him out? <laughs> no, I saw the knife. I completely freaked out, and so I decked him. And then the jumping thing was with Phil. Yeah, it was Phil, me, and my friend Steve and Jeff. It was after we had gone in the sewers by our college. <laughs> and and then Phil ran away. No, we both ran. I Phil ran, got a cop, like flagged down a. Phil and I flagged down a cop. We both kind of Phil stayed, like tried to talk to him, 
But meanwhile, they were just beating up our friend. <laughs> what did they, I ran away. Well, what did they want? They they just started it started over punching the ass us. Anything. You or just everybody. And what did Phil say? Like, he was like, guys, guys, no, you don't have to. Like, it's like, no. <laughs> and he had his flashlight, and they, they remember they, they, they smacked Phil's flashlight out of his hand. <laughs> That's just like a dark Goonies. Like, they come from an adventure and knock your explorer tools out of your hand. It's kind of what happened. Well, there's a commercial on now about this special ultra bright flashlight that elderly people could get and then they're like it also wards off intruders <laughs> with this strobe effect and this old lady turns on the strobe and she sees an intruder and he gets so blinded that he just runs out of the house <laughs> the strobe light of doom <laughs> that's pretty funny um, I'm also afraid of getting someone pregnant that's a that's a valid f- here to have. I just hope it would be as charming as Knocked Up. You know, all my friends at the hospital. All my quirky, weirdo friends mixing with her straight button down. <laughs> so friends. would I be like, would I be the Justin Long in that whole You're situation? Like, uh, Justin Long. Oh no, it was uh, what the other guy. Jay Baruchel. I get them mixed up all the time. Is that weird? I could see you stumbling into a delivery room. Huh. Well, I was just looking for the vending machine. Didn't no. you cause a ruckus at Phil's birth? No. I was the <laughs> rock. Well, didn't you, like, need a Coke and you were, like, in a Mormon hospital? Yeah, but I wasn't something? causing a ruckus. That was everybody at that hospital. That was Janelle. That was everybody. Everybody wanted, like, a Coke. We wanted caffeinated beverages, and they didn't. It's the, the whole town. It's the town of Loma Linda. They they don't sell caffeine. Wow, it's insane. It's a real thing. You know what else is a real thing is that we got some mail. <laughs> Let's read it. All right. Well, Mario Flowers has a quick one, and he wrote in and said, "Mario Flowers here. Happy birthday from what?" And I guess that's his way of wishing me a happy birthday. Which was Sunday. Which was Sunday. I am now 37 years old. So that. You're. Yeah. You know whose birthday is today, the Who's? day we're recording. Batman and Robin's birthday. Oh yeah, you're. 20 years. You're, you're, you've been writing about, you wrote a really great thing about Batman Return, um, Batman Returns. June is full of summer anniversaries. <laughs> That's your true. And my grandmother's birthday was June 20th. And Jaws' birthday is June 20th. Jaws, man. Well, uh, I had a good birthday. We, uh, went to Greenblatt's. We got high. We saw E.T. We went to David you know, Buster's. I'll bring this up. I don't. I don't really get too high on your weed. I must be doing it wrong. Hmm. I don't get the like expensive know. fancy stuff. But you say you're you're you you're fine on it. Yeah, you maybe you have, have to You have a distinguished palate, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's different. Skittles. I got it got maybe just different things because I was maybe it's just that strain doesn't work for you. I don't know. 
But, uh, yeah, then we went to House of Pies, and I had the best French toast I've ever had. And I'm not a French toast guy. it was two guy. different things. It was cinnamon... It was cinnamon, cinnamon bread, bun, pudding, bread pudding, French toast, and it was freaking awesome to the point where I didn't want pie afterwards because I was like, I just ate this very filling, delicious French toast. You had a bite, uh-huh. and you said it was good, and you had... You played the Ghostbusters game. Oh, yeah, David the Ghostbusters Busters. game and Damon Busters. That was fun. The Spider-Man Homecoming game that... was really stupid. <laughs> You just scream, this is a phone game. Yeah, because well, it is a phone game. I hate, that's a video, that's most arcade games now are just phone games. Or at least the fly-by-night promotion. It's like a whole thing that was just a promotion, really. Yeah, well, it's a promotion that costs like $1.50. Um, and, and I think the Ghostbuster game, that Stay Puft level is designed to kick you off. So you don't play too long. Well, that's the bonus level. Like you're done. You if you don't get enough ghosts, your game just ends, and you don't even get to do the stay puffed. Because mm. I watched some videos but, afterwards. So I was trying to figure out like what the progression in that game is, and that's the progression. It's just randomized you, levels. And if you don't, but if you don't, get, so you only you get to do two levels, and then if you kill more than. Six if it's to solo or twelve if it's if it's two people, then you get to do stay puffed. If you don't like let's say you do those two levels and like you suck, then you don't even get to do stay puffed and then your game's over. So stay puffed is a bonus. I know, but a bonus should be even if I don't get it, I move on. But there is no moving on after stay puffed. That's it. That's the end of the game. Really? You only get two like yeah. randomized yeah. levels? Oh, that's all you that. get. Well, that sucks. But it's a fun game. I liked it. Um, <laughs> Mark says ate an edible and went on Forbidden Journey at Universal the other week, and that was rough. <laughs> yeah. I, even Seth Rogen admitted yesterday. I don't know if I'd mess around with edibles, edibles. At, film, at theme parks. That's like... Well, Seth Rogen doesn't mess around with edibles, period. Snoop Dogg doesn't mess around with edibles, I Seth Rogen had my exact experience. He 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 got too high at Rogue One. I like them depending uh, on certain story? situations. Yeah, I heard that. I um hold on. I I had one the other day and it was fine. You just got to be what in the right it? situation, and you got to make sure you know your dosage. You got to control the dosage. The thing with edibles is people don't control their dosage. It's like I'm just going to eat this whole brownie, even though it has a hundred milligrams of THC in it. That'll that's that's going to freaking ruin your day. Yeah, you like people you, you don't. Pour what did you eat? I had these gummies that were that were that had the exact dosage, so I knew what what to expect, and it was great. This guy. How much was in it? Well, like, each gummy was, like, 25 milligrams, and so, like, that's exactly how much, like... I think I had an edible once, but it, I, like, licked it. You didn't really even chew it. I went, just a little bit. Well, that probably wouldn't do anything. And then also, the other problem with edibles is that people, those take, like, an hour to, like, for, to enter your like bloodstream and whatnot 
to for your body to digest the THC, but people get impatient and then they eat more, and then that means like you, there's a cat. Yeah, like you, like me, or we had a friend who that happened to, um, and he completely freaked out. Um, so Ooh. I'm not gonna say I don't want to incriminate people that don't want to be incriminated. What are their initials? R M. Who's that? What? It's Brian. Riley Matthews from Girl Meets World. R M. I don't know who that is. Oh my gosh! I'll type it in the chat. You doof. <laughs> R M. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. Remember the cookies? Yes, yes. Because he's like, oh, these cookies are good. I'm like, yeah, don't eat. They're good, but if you eat too many, you're going to really be in trouble, and that's exactly what happened. I thought you were going to tell me that, like, uh, Gates or something, or or um, other people. No. Josh. Phil. They don't, I don't, they don't think they're into all that. But Phil, Phil... Like never accidentally ate one of your edibles when he's at. I don't just have edibles sitting around. I don't. What? What what kind of? Like oh, Jolly Ranchers. I don't have the. I don't just leave that stuff sitting around. No, no people. You shouldn't. People shouldn't do that. Um, No. What is this? Brian asked, "What the hell happened to my hair? Where the hell is my hair? My hair's gone. I told everybody I was doing this. I wasn't joking. People not believe me." That was my Phil impression. You're, so that what's, that's your new Phil impression? Man. Like, no! Phil's, the Vecchio's. Phil high. Phil had said that they were getting like a van and they started posting pictures and that thing is like a bus. They're driving a bus around Italy. So let's do the segment. Wait, uh, Phil facts. Well, we, we have another Phil. mail. Okay. Well, you want me to do the Phil fact? What, what should I, what do we? Do the Phil fact first. It said it. Does that to be something? What is? What? what should... It's a random Phil story, so we don't miss him. Well, I mean, the current Phil story is that he rented a what he had thought was like going to be like a nine passenger van, like a real like a normal size van with like a three in the front, three in the middle, three in the back, and then it's like a giant freaking bus, and that was. Um, I think that's going to be very entertaining for him to navigate that around the old Italy. Can you imagine him driving down those alleys and stuff and that thing? Um, well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Well, so far it I sounds do want to like see some Clark Griswold esque. Well, they've been um, posting a lot of good pictures. They posted a video from Tivoli um, on my birthday. That's the that's the or that was the inspiration for Disneyland. And they post a video on my... How much does it cost to get into a place like that? I don't know. Janelle got in because of her My Vacation Pants blog, which everybody can check out at myvacationpants.com. Now, Phil's favorite kind of jokes are like seeing big boobs and like going, oh. So I wonder if he I don't think those are his favorite kind of jokes. No, I said that's like your favorite joke. And and they remember how much he laughed at that. What are you talking? Just like ma- making like a weird face when you like accidentally see boobs or something. Oh yeah. Like I wonder what kind of international incidents he'll get into. You know, like he sees a lady bathing <laughs> in the water or something. He's like, whoa. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
And so I thought that was entertaining. But like a fill fact, we told a lot of our classic stories. So I don't know if, um, I guess one fact is that one of the reasons why Phil and I became such good friends is that in college, especially, we both had like horrific insomnia. And so we would just be up at like three, four in the morning and just that's, we would hang out a lot and watch movies and explore sewer tunnels and other abandoned places. I like places. the Phil fact where you, where you found his cushion in their room. What? You found that cushion and you like, didn't you like have it in your hand? Oh yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't like their wedge. He wouldn't like if I talked about that on the podcast. I think you guys did, didn't I, you? Not, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. But yeah, I I did find. <laughs> you like? Why did you even pick it up? I didn't know what it was. Like, you're like, what is this? It's like it's a and regular it feels like, pillow. <laughs> <laughs> It's just weird that a pillow would get your attention. Because he's weirdly shaped, I guess. It's like a wedge, and I didn't know. I'm like, what is this? Some kind of, for your, is this like a chiropractor thing? Is it a. He should have played, he should have played it cool and Ergonomic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Phil can't play it cool when it comes to. Well, we, we miss Phil. Yeah, he's, but it seems like they, they were at the Leaning Tower of Pisa yesterday. I had just seen the Deuce Bigelow European Gigolo poster where he's sitting there and the Pisa Tower is his dick. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. They were classy. But they did, like, do silly pictures in front of them. Well, that, that's, you have to. That's what you do. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. They're having a great time. And that's awesome. And I'm sure he'll have lots of great stories to tell. Must be exhausting to kind of have every day be really busy. Now they take they do a good job of mixing it up and taking time to relax. But you know, when you're there, you got you want to go see stuff. All right. Well, our next letter. Our did they, did they end up going up the Pisa? Because I remember there was doubt about whether they would get to go in. What about going up the tower? Oh, I don't know. Um, I didn't see anything. Well, it was because Luke isn't old enough, but they were going to just kind of... So I don't know. I hope they did. He hasn't... I haven't heard yes or no on that. Um, But we got another letter from Mark Bolton. Mark writes in and says, Hey, guys. Mark Bolton here. I had some various things I forgot to put in my last email. First off, I went to a concert recently. This is a rare occurrence for me, and it's only the fifth concert I've ever been to. Derek, do you go to concerts ever? Is he just listing stuff that he did? Yeah, he's just telling us what's going on. That's what we do on this show. Okay. Are you mocking our reader mail? I'm just trying to get the gist of this. Okay. You go, you know, you go to concerts, Derek? No, I don't like them. Why not? I like hearing the. I'm, I'm You're an lame. album I like guy. Hearing the al- I like hearing the albums. <laughs> I don't like a lot of. I don't like a lot of. I don't like a lot of Michigas. You don't like. And it's like when it start. Like there's like opening acts and like they don't really start when they supposed. You're supposed to start. I don't like the whole 
music outing <laughs> protocol. People get up and like sometimes you just have to stand there all night and drinks are expensive. Just like a seems like a hassle. Well, I, I think they're a hassle now just because tickets are so nuts and expensive and Ticketmaster and Live Nation have ruined everything about live events. I don't know what to do phones. listening to live music. Like, am I supposed to be grooving? I mean, it's whatever you feel like doing. You can I sit. I you just, can I just, just kind of... I just want to listen. Yeah, that's fine. That's what I usually do. Everybody around me is grooving sometimes. I sometimes groove. Sometimes groove. You do, do whatever you feel like. Mark Bolton? Well, Mark Bolton, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question for Mark Bolton. Um, he says, it's only the fifth concert I've been to. I saw Tom Petty on his current 40th anniversary tour. That must have been a lot of, I wonder if he got a contact high. Um, even though the tickets for my wife and I were expensive enough to be my anniversary, birthday, and Father's Day presents. Man, yeah, see, that's what I'm talking How about. How old is he? Mark? I think he's yeah, in his that's 30s. Like a, that's a dad present. He is a dad. I know, like, but an older dad. Hey, he's a, he's a guy who likes Tom Petty. I like Tom Petty. You don't like Tom Petty? I like Tom Petty. And he says we were in the next to last row, but it was amazing. Well, that's good. I'm glad he had fun. He doesn't sing money for nothing. That's somebody else, right? Um, that is, uh, that is, uh, Dire Straits. Weird Al. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Weird Al parodied that song, yes. I just watched UHF again because it was on the TV at work and just weird how he, like the only reason that video is in there is because they wrote a scene where he falls asleep in front of a TV <laughs> yeah. playing Beverly Hillbillies and like, you're just making excuses to make videos. I mean, he wanted to make that video, so yeah, it's his movie. And then he did. It's great. I it's love that movie. movie. All right, Mark continues on. He says, I just heard my vacation letter read on episode number 134 here on June 20th. Oh, yeah, because he was way behind, so we didn't know when he was going to catch up. And Phil, so Phil asked him from, like, because, you know, we figured Mark was going to be listening to that episode way later. And so he says, Phil, you asked me how Spider-Man was, and I got to this episode before that, but Wonder Woman sure was amazing. Um, you guys probably spoke about it already, but not with me. So here goes. Oh, so Mark really loved Wonder Woman. He says, Oh man, I love that movie. It was so not Zack Snydery. It was the DC Comics movie DC Comics deserves. Gail Godot was so great. The script was great. Chris Pine was super great. Derek, how, how did you feel about Wonder Woman? I wonder if people are just like so into it because it's not Zack Snyder. I mean, like maybe. So well, now this next statement is just brace yourself. Controversial? I guess, cause he says okay. it's the right. second best DC Comics movie after the 78. 78- you think there's a better movie? It's the second oh, okay. best DC Comics movie after the 78 Superman movie. So he's basically... So he's counting all of them. If we're saying this is better than all the Batman movies, that's where I'm like, nah. <laughs> but you haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet, but there's no way it's better than Batman 89 or Batman Returns or The Dark Knight. I like that attitude. There's no way. There's no way. I'm sorry. 
I put I put those you. three movies above seventy eight right. Superman. So, uh, <laughs> maybe his list is like a list that you tell people to be impressive. I don't know. I mean, hey, because if I saw that list, I'd be like, oh, that guy, progressive. Well, hey, that's I mean, good. He loved it, and I'm not. I haven't seen it, so I have no judgment. I'm sure I'm gonna like it. I think I'm gonna like it. All right, and then he says, "By the way, I have a Superman comic from the 1950s where he learns all of surgery knowledge in minutes, so he can turn Lois Lane from a mermaid back into a human. So flying around the Earth in order to reverse time seems somewhat tame in comparison. That is true. They have always just been giving Superman like crazy powers. That's not a new thing." Derek, are you still there? I'm here. Okay. You're very quiet. <laughs> do you like this? Do you like Superman, like, as a character? Yeah. Yeah? Did you, do you like, <laughs> do you, so what's your, do you like the, like, 78 movie? Do you like Superman 2? I didn't when I was a kid, but I grew to appreciate it just, like, a couple years ago, really. Have you seen? I get it slow. Have you seen three and four? I've seen them all. Yeah. Those are garbage. Yeah. Richard Lester garbage. Do you like... Richard Lester directed A Hard Day's Night. So he's into like wigs <laughs> and people... Like there's like that Superman 2 joke where they're fighting and blowing super breath at each other and he chooses to show... Instead of showing destruction, he chooses to show a guy on roller skates that's getting blown away in the wind and wigs flying off and... Hot dogs flying out of buns. I don't need that shit. So you like... Did you like Superman Returns? Mm-hmm. I liked it. I just thought it was kind of boring. You liked it and you thought it was boring? It's, I liked it, but I thought it was a little said? bit of boring, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, I liked At least it. you're not like an obnoxious I, about, oh, I, you gotta punch something. Well, he, he should have punched something. <laughs> but, uh... That's why I thought it was a little boring, but I thought Brendan Ruth was a great Superman, and it's unfortunate that he didn't get to do more, because he's really, I really liked him. And now, like, what is he even doing? He's, uh, the Adam in Legends of Tomorrow on the CW. Oh, I've never watched that. Is that good? No, none (laughs) of those are good. People love those shows. But Joe Dante... Joe Dante directed an episode. Yeah. He's doing, like, TV. Yeah, that's what he's doing. That's... He did a lot of Hawaii 5 Joe Dante is a TV director now. You know who else is a TV director now? Kevin Smith is a TV director now. Mm-hmm. He went to Disney World. Yeah, he went to Avatar I Land. I saw a picture. Harley just posted a picture. But how did they just get mobbed the entire time? I don't know. I don't think he gets mobbed that much. Like at those kind I of mean, places. I mean, he's pretty stands out. Yeah, but a lot of people. I mean, Disneyland. Disneyland is the place you get they, most. Recognized. He went. They went to Disneyland all the time, and I asked him, and he said he rarely got like mobbed or approached at Disneyland because he used to go. I think now that he wears jerseys, yeah, maybe I don't know. And the hat, and the hat, he kind of really looks like Zion Bob now. I don't know. I I'm sure. Maybe they get like a, maybe now they get like a plaid. Who knows? I'll have to ask. Um, 
All right. Is there any? Okay. There's more of this letter. Um, so my job as a phone bank representative <laughs> is very stressful with bursts of boredom in it. Oh man, I don't miss any of that at all. So I have a fiddle pile of my own. Um, I have some bucky balls, about 280 small metal magnetized balls. I counted once. So are they like in, like it just, how does that work? I think you'd like fidget spinners if you got your. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with them at all. I. But when we saw one, I looked at one. You're like, put that down. You're like my parents. You're like, what are you looking at that for? I just you get one. Think it's goofy. It's <laughs> funny. I'm like, I'm just looking at the price, and you're like, put that down. I didn't tell you to put it down. <laughs> but he just got like, what are you doing? <laughs> I would definitely not buy one like on the street in L.A. because they're probably charging would... like way more than. If you just went... I got one for free, and I like it. How'd you get one for free? Because I told you I got a prototype oh, from a friend yeah. that was making light-up right. ones. You got a cool light-up one. And so he said, and some crazy errands thinking putty. I used to have that in my old job, because after I, I had this, like, Doctor Who baby adipose that I smushed so hard... What is that? What? What is thinking putty? It's like silly putty. You put it on newspaper? Well, you just kind of put it in your hand and squish it. Like squand? Like silly putty or any of that stuff. Squand, like gak? gak, phloem. I don't know, phloem isn't really... There, I saw, I've been watching a lot of 90s commercials and there's this one, I think it's, it's like a gel that you could like make little, like sea creature, like you, it's a gel and you can position like fish and stuff in a little sea land. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like you have to let it set overnight. That's the kiss of death for a toy. <laughs> you have to wait like a whole day. Well, what about, I mean, the classic, you never had like the little pill that you put in the water? And then it became like a, like a, then it turned into like a sponge thing. Or the little, like, you'd put the little guy in the water and then overnight it would turn into a giant dinosaur or something. You ever had one of those? I love those. I've had ones that like took two seconds to become a giant thing. Oh, we had one that. Like, you mean you leave it in the cup and then it just keeps getting bigger? We get one you put in the bathtub or in the sink, and there's like a little. There'd be like a little dinosaur or something, and then it would get huge overnight. Those were cool. I don't want to wait. So you weren't. You're not, what about sea monkeys? I don't. I never had those. <laughs> I don't think I did either. But I would always get them as like a, when we had like a white elephant gift exchange. Alright, so he says, I'm the envy of all my coworkers. A good amount of bank reps around me have those fidget, he calls them fiddle spinners. Those fiddle spinner things. I have actually been. How old is Mark Bolton again? He sounds like a 79 year old man. He's in his 30s, I think. He works at a bank? Who works at banks? Lots of people work <laughs> at banks. Calls it fiddle spinners. He's going to see Tom Petty. <laughs> Next, he's going to tell us about his favorite pomade. I've actually been thinking of buying one. It really helps relieve stress to play with something while a customer yells at me. That's true. Trust me, because so I they call him on the phone yeah. with his bank pro- with their bank problem. I'd be all about helpful. I'd be all about a fidget spinner if I was still working tech support. Because you know, everyone that actually calls him is old. Like all the kids nowadays have their banks on like that weird app. Mm-hmm. If it's not, I think it's not even all, in the bank. You just, all the kids these days have their banks on that <laughs> weird app. You sound like an old man. 
But I'm right, right? You know that app where it's not on a bank, but you no, I don't know. Give them all your money. Why? That's and they give you like a white card. Sounds like a bank to me. <laughs> but it's like an app. There are no locations. So it's a bank without locations, but it's still a bank. Why would you want a yeah, bank that didn't have if, a location? What if you needed to talk to somebody? Or FDIC, yeah. Because sometimes he said he deposits his check and it does, like it doesn't come through, or his purchases don't like go through till the end of the month, and there's this huge chunk. Yeah, f know, that, dude. <laughs> yeah, get a real bank. And if you if you do have a regular bank, you know I do a lot of banking through apps and websites. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to a person in like years. So you know they gotta be old and they're yelling at poor Mark Bolton mm-hmm. about some fee or something that they didn't know about. <laughs> or their identity was stolen because they didn't know how to throw away all their receipts. Yeah. I don't, I don't envy Mark. Alright, and then he follows up on, uh, cause we, he had said he was reading a book called The Passage and he had thought that it was something that Phil recommended, but it was actually something I did. So he says, the book I'm reading is indeed The Vampire One by Justin Cronin. Maybe it was Brendo that was reading it. Yes, I read it. Somebody got it for me for my Secret Santa, I think. Or no, I bought it. I got it at the library. Mark, you got it for your Secret Santa. Um, and he says, I'm on about page 300 since I last wrote in. It's good, but very depressing. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. I mean, it's a post-apocalyptic scenario of vampires and a lot of people die. With today's political climate, I find myself putting that book down and reading more comics since I can't take the depression. And that's a man that knows his limits, and that's good. Derek, you're always getting worked <laughs> up by internet fights. You need to know when to fold them. I'm not in the fights. Yeah, but just observing, you're just, you get worked up by observing things. Why don't you just not? I got worked up once. Keep scrolling. Are you saying I'm a guy, are you, are you saying I'm a guy that doesn't know his limits? Sometimes you just get into things and you're like, why am I mad? Uh. I'll be I'll be more like Mark Bolton. Gotta go. He's a fiddle spinner. I'm going to continue to listen to number 134 while scooping cat John Goobang do from the kitty litter. Peace out, Ben viewers. Mark Bolton. P.S. Mark. They still do the comic book. Podcast? Uh, they done a few. They, I think they're still doing it. Yeah, Comic Energy Night. Mario Flores, you bought a Cthulhu book. Please write in and tell us about it. Me so want to hear it. Consider this another pen pal within Radio Brendo Man. So there you go, Mark Mario Flores, trying to get the pen pal thing going again, asking Mario about his Cthulhu book. Is that different than Mario Flowers? Um, that's Mario Flowers' actual name, I think. Oh, I thought it was another thing. P.P.S. My son has started to watch the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies. I can't wait to hear that Pizza Toots joke in the flesh, so to speak. Because Mark is very entertained by the <laughs> Pizza Toots quote from the... I mean, he could hear it. He could just watch the trailer yeah. on YouTube. Well, I'm sure... Like you did. Not... I mean, did you watch the whole thing? I didn't. Phil did. You I haven't went, watched... Were... I have not watched a single Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. But didn't you say, did. or you just heard, you we heard the trailer, we watched it, about it. we watched it, well, cause I, I took the kids to see some movie and they had the trailer beforehand and so it's a theater full of kids and as soon as, I think it was Theodore that says Pizza Toots, that whole theater of kids went, you, th- you would have thought it was like the funniest joke of all time. They went crazy. And then for like the next several weeks, Luke and Audrey would just be like, every once in a while we'd be in the car and they'd just be like, pizza toots, eh. Like, they loved it. 
Uh, kids love I'm gonna, farts. I'm, I'm going to shelter my kids. My kid is going to be like Rick Moranis' daughter in a Yeah, do you want that? Parenthood. That's like a that's a cautionary tale. Except, except instead of like square roots and stuff, it'll all be like empty nest episodes. <laughs> oh my god. Well, um um we have also PPPS count your bones. PPPPS have a good Europe trip, Phil. Well, it sounds, I think he's having a good trip. You having a good trip, Derek? <laughs> did we can, did we convince Phil that he didn't come up with let the cookies cool? Well, the way <laughs> he is using it, I guess he came up with, but it's still <laughs> ridiculous. Alright. But, uh, you know, it is not ridiculous is listening to podcasts on Stitcher. And rate, review, subscribe this podcast wherever you're listening to it. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. I don't think you can review stuff on there, but if you can. Do you do ads for Stitcher? Is this an ad for Stitcher? I mean, it's good to, yeah, I mean, like, we, if you, you want to. Because I remember to. you telling me, I'm not joking, like you don't use Stitcher anymore. I don't, personally, because I can't. I would if I could. Oh, okay. It's not that okay. I don't like Stitcher, but I still support so Stitcher. what do you use now? I use the built-in Google Play Music on my phone because I can't have any apps on my phone because it's just full <laughs> without me really doing anything because it's such a – it's a Galaxy but amp. Is it shitty? Is what? Is it shitty? Lost, was what shitty? A Google Play app? No, Google Play app is great. I love it. Because it's built in, it does, I mean, it's a podcast app, it does what it's supposed to do. The only problem with it is that not every show is on it yet, but they should be because this is, Android users constitute a huge amount of the mobile phone um, base, and so, I mean, Google Play is built into every, it's installed on every Android. What does that sound? Yeah. You? <laughs> You're so distracted. You made a some weird my phone. sound. <laughs> it's, like a, it's just the phone sound. Yeah, you shouldn't be making those because they're going to show up on the recording. Well, the, your phone makes sounds. That's the chat. It has to. I can't turn that off. <laughs> Are you getting bored <laughs> checking your phone? <laughs> The, we have, I just realized we haven't talked about the breaking news. Oh, the breaking. You may not even know. No, I know all you're... about the breaking news because I'm, I, I don't get my news from Facebook. I actually go to the source. Um, I, I'm back to using an RSS reader. So I get all the news because I was tired of having everything filtered through the Facebook BS. And I guess that can be dangerous. So, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Lord and Miller left Han Solo with three weeks left of shooting, which is kind of well, unprecedented. You may have missed the real bomb. Well, the real bombshell is that, Literally, that the that Ron Howard is like the favorite. No, the real bombshell is right before we started recording Variety. Like, oh, they're, they're talking, and they were fired. 
aren't they, weren't they, this was, it was over, it definitely sounded like they were fired and I heard, cause they were trying to dig it up and it sounds like they were fired because they couldn't get along. They had a fundamental disagreements with, is cause of Kasdan, right? Kasdan. Kasdan. That family. Your favorite family. I know. Is Kasdan gonna take over? Like what's, please. He's one of the front. I'd runners. rather they give it to Kasdan. Then freaking Ron Howard directed Mumford. You want the director of it's Mumford fine. and Dreamcatcher? I'd rather have that than freaking Ron Howard. Ron Howard to me <laughs> is worst case scenario. Maybe if they time traveled and got Parenthood, Ron Howard, which I just watched and I enjoyed. A yeah, lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know where L- that L- Ron L- Howard L- is L- because I definitely we haven't seen that Ron Howard in. Years. Does that mean Babalu Mandel is going to work on Han Solo? Dude, I don't know what's going to happen. This is very troublesome. When somebody walks off <laughs> a picture at this stage, which again, kind of unprecedented, especially on something like this. These, these like side movies are cursed, right? Like, what the hell's going on at Lucasfilm? Josh Trank. Remember him? Yeah. He did that to himself. He I did think. that to himself, but then like, What's going to happen? Are they going to bring in What's-His-Face? Because the guy that they brought in from Rogue One? No, they already said no to that. But what? Well, still, what He's the hell is busy. going on over there? This is bad. This is bad. <laughs> but hey, it's just a know. movie. I, I mean, I don't know. Fun. You got bigger things going yeah. on. But still, it's very... It's big to me. It's a, it is. It's big to me, too. This is... I, I'm, this does happen a lot more than you think it does, but it's usually but not quiet. At, like apparently, not at Maleficent this, got the director got fired in the middle of it, and they had to get. But not else to at, take this over. isn't even the middle though. This is like, I mean, Alien Three. If there's there's move, but not at this stage and on this high profile, like it's a pretty big deal. And um, what's your favorite Ron Howard movie? Probably Parenthood, either Parenthood or Splash. I like Parenthood. You don't like Frost Nixon? Frost Nixon's good. Um, do you like, Frost, uh, Frost Nixon's good. Da Vinci Code? No, I don't like Da Vinci Code. I don't like A Beautiful <laughs> Mind, really. I mean, Beautiful Mind's okay. I think it's extremely overrated. Uh, do you like Angels and Demons? No, I haven't, I haven't watched any, I've, I watched part of Da Vinci Code and I was like, this sucks. And. Did you watch? When I, when I, so when Da Vinci Code came out, it came out, their gimmick was it came out at the same time all over the world. So our screening in Los Angeles was at 6 a.m. at That's the dome. That's really stupid. And, and I went because I was up all night and then, you know, it was like that yesterday episode where they inundated us with posters and shirts and there was a f- special breakfast snack bar oh menu and we had all these puzzles and stuff and we're like all excited. We watch, I fall immediately asleep. A, because I'm tired, B, because it's boring. And then when I come out, there's paparazzi everywhere. Like, the morning news was trying to get the first reactions, and I was, like, smacking cameras out of my face. Like, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, that would have been awesome if you were on the news. Like, you're all, like, weary-eyed. Like, oh, God, no. Probably. Same thing happened when the interview came out, and CineFamily was, like, the only theater to show mm-hmm. it at midnight. And I came out and there were people. I, well, I remember, wasn't, well, didn't James Franco, weren't they there? Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg were okay. there, I guess. Um, well, 
you know who else is always there for you is the Benvy Network of podcasts. BenvyNetwork.com. The Galaxy of Stars. Mm-hmm. Of which you're like really the the one with the most episodes, right? And the most consistently made one, right? Because the, the flagship founders horn. kind of abandoned their original podcast. Well, things evolve. People move on. I mean, not every show has to go hundreds of episodes. You know. Brian says he started listening to Midnight Marinara. It's fun. It is fun. If you're into that stuff, it's pretty spooky. <laughs> I get a little scared. But you know what's not scary is uh, saving $50 off a dream host by going to RadioBrendo.com, clicking that dream host link. And uh, you'll get $50 off your order. It is scary how much they'll save. You also can get a free trial at Amazon Prime by going <laughs> to Radio Brendo and clicking the Amazon Prime link. And, I mean, you would definitely want to try that out, right? I mean, free shipping, free two-day shipping with no minimum order size, the huge Amazon Instant Launch Library, <laughs> Amazon Prime Music. You can get discounts on video game um, pre-orders, like groceries, right? Yeah, Prime Pantry, all kinds of stuff. Didn't Amazon just bought Whole Foods? What they that did. Mean? I don't know. What does that mean for the supermarket? What does that mean? We'll find out. Because I saw a nightline about the Amazon Go marketplaces, like the actual. They'll have a supermarket, but it's basically kind of patterned to what the most oh yeah yeah popular yeah things are, and then then a runner will run through and grab everything on your order, and so there was all these runners in this kind of empty, not open to the public grocery store. It's kind of interesting. Uh, we have one last question from uh, Brian. He asks, "Has Derek seen Get Out?" I have. Did you it's enjoy good. it? I liked it. I haven't seen it yet because I, I was. I thought I would of... get scared, but now that I've read enough about the movie, I think I can handle it. I'm trying you, to you not get, get scared. scared at... I'm trying to not get scared at horror movies, but there's something about watching them by myself, and I, I don't know. I get scared. In a, even if you were, let's say you're in a theater, but you're by yourself. I'm still. I. I don't know. I guess I could probably handle See, that more being in a theater. With- I just read. I just read an article that San, that Daniel Waters, the writer of Batman Returns, was interviewed, and he said he wishes he could get his younger person DNA and inject it into himself because he wants to be scared. By movies hmm. like i would want to see how it would no. be like to be scared so. i want to be back because in high school i watched every horror movie all the time i don't know what happened i think it's just living in an apartment by myself i get really freaked so you're out saying you used to like not be scared when i like was living with my you know i had my mom nearby <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like, i watched but those guys are going after black people and you're not black it's not, I don't know, it's just the overall, like, I hate jump scares with a fiery passion. It's, it's uh, Get Out is one of the rare horror movies with, like, no No, I know, and that's why I'm all. probably going to watch it, but I still, but I'm just talking about horror movies in general right now, and I, so many of them rely on jump scares, and I hate jump scares. They're cheap, and they suck. I hate them. <laughs> but you know <laughs> what I don't hate? Is people going to RadioBrendo.com and clicking on the Amazon banner 
and ordering things and then we talk about them. Um, but I think we're going to save that for next episode because we are out of time. Uh, I think Jordan Peele and I would be friends. Jordan Peele's a great guy. I'm sure he'd, I'm sure he'd be friends. I think with I a lot like him people. better than Keegan, Michael Key. One of my first dates with somebody that I went out with for a little bit was at, it was before Key and Peele had a show mm-hmm. on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And so it was at the UCB theater, which I just read. That's kind of like a lame date, taking someone to UCB. It's very common, girls say. It's what? But anyway, it's a very common date in Los Angeles, apparently. Oh. It's the, it's the new coffee date. Anyway, it was empty because it was I a late show. I think going to anything where were. you can't talk is a bad first date. <laughs> so it That's was empty opinion. and it was late, so nobody was there. and So we were kind of the only ones in there, and I really needed to pee. So I had to run out and pee, and Key and Michael Key yelled at me. He yelled at you for getting out. Yeah, I you couldn't help get it. yelled at by so many celebrities. <laughs> it's my favorite thing about you. Well, you get tackled by their security one time, and now I've shown you the scenario. I showed you exactly where it all went down. I was trying to get to the bathroom by the dome entrance. They were coming out of the dome entrance. And it was a misunderstanding. So happened. And then there's the Russell Brand. Well, Russell one. Brand security guard is a jerk. And Russell Brand <laughs> is weird for not even acknowledging my freaking presence. That was happening. <laughs> and thankfully Judd Apatow made it okay. Judd Apatow, like the moral of that whole story is that Judd Apatow is a wonderful human being, and he made it okay. But then we got accosted again by a security guard, and again, Russell Brand said nothing, and it was just really weird. Didn't, then didn't Judd Apatow, like, talk to you for well, a it was like, So the hey, first time, so I had already talked to Judd because him and Nick Stoller... Is that the correct term, mm-hmm. name? We're sitting in front of me watching the movie and it was cool because I got to hear them just like talking about like what could get removed and what could, they were like basically like taking notes the whole time and talking about it. So then afterwards I talked to him a little bit and I was like, Oh, it was really cool. And then he was like, Oh wow. Yeah. We're talking. And, and then I, and then I turned around from Judd and saw Russell Brand standing right there, did not see a security guard, did not see that he was, had his freaking entourage or whatever. I just was like, and as I was about to walk up and be like, you were really great. The security guard stepped in between me and him and was just like, not right now or no. And so, and then Judd Apatow from behind me was like, really? And I, so I turned back around and he was like, man, I don't know. Hey, Judd, and, and Judd's like, man, what's up with that? And then he thought, and he was, and he's like, he's like, oh, and then, uh, and then Anthony and I want to get food. So then I was like, you know, I shook hands with Judd again and, 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 uh, and then we walked and then we were, went to go find, we went to this, well, we went to a restaurant except it was closed. So then we had to go back the way we came to get to my car. And as we were turning or going back, then Russell Brand and his posse were walking towards us. So I don't know what the guy was thinking, but the security guard looked at us and said, you just keep on walking. And Russell Brand did not acknowledge that the security guard said that or he didn't, he didn't nothing. And I'm like, what? did you get mad at that? 
afterwards, I was out? like, what the fuck just happened? I got treated like a criminal. I, Can I tell a quick story before we end? Yeah, and then we gotta end this episode. I only had one chance to talk to Jed Apatow. And, and the way you talk about him, it seems like he's really nice to nerds, because you know he was a nerd. Mm-hmm. And, and it was at the, uh, like an Arclight screening of 40 year old version. I had my undeclared box set and I got Seth Rogen to sign it in the gift shop and he wrote, I love you, Derek, on it. And I got, um, Sam Levine. I got, uh, that Indian guy that's in all their movies. Mm-hmm. And then I got, and then I w- was walking up to Jed Apatow at the end of the movie and he took it and he signed it, but there's this lady, this, this Hollywood, pretty lady that was just trying to get in a movie he's like oh here's my resume and like you're you're taking up my time that's the worst and so i didn't, that's and then i didn't get to talk uh, to him and i've never seen him i mean i have but what i don't know what i would say at the, at that time i was just like a kid you know that's cute when i go up to you now nah, it would be dumb nah, he's cool and i've been in Every his office I've, to him, I've been cool. in his bungalow at the studio and i've been in his home and i've never talked to him but you talked to leslie mann she she was was I she did. nice She's a nice lady. See, that's good. And I talked to Maud. Yeah. Once. What'd you talk to Maud about? I don't remember. Man, like, they're... Maud is, like, in college, and Iris is... It's, it was weird. It's a reminder of aging, I guess. And you know what else is a reminder of aging is uh, that it's time to end this show. So be sure to go to RadioBrendo.com and check out all your other episodes. Subscribe there. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. F- Derek, where can they find you? You're at Derek Armijo on Twitter, correct? Mm-hmm. Your last Radio Brendo Man, you accidentally put two commercials on. Or you put on the Benview tag before the commercial and then after. So it was oh, accidentally there twice. I didn't know that. See, I listen. Good catch. Listen to the whole episode. Nobody else did. Nobody says anything to me. Maybe nobody's listening to this show. (laughs) Or nobody listens through the scene. You just love that song. And you're the only one. I don't know. But we'd love to hear from you. Use our contact form at RadioBrendo.com or BrendoMan at gmail.com. RadioBrendoMan at gmail.com also works. At BrendoMan on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram. I have one more thing to leave you, leave you with this week. Okay. Well, this we're doing twice question. two I'll episodes let, I'll let you, this week. I'll, I'll let you think about it through the days that we have off before we do the next one. Mm-hmm. Would you do any podcast that I asked you to co-host with me? It de- no, but the way you're saying that makes me have to put some <laughs> condition where I would what need to know what it is. A podcast where each week... We try really hard and dig and do, like, here's what Donald Trump did right this week. No. <laughs> All right, then. We'll see you, we'll see you next time. Everybody. Why would you? You wouldn't want to do that. What would be the... It would be an interesting... That already exists. That's Fox News. That's... Well, that's like making stuff up. Like, we're literally, we're literally fine. Like, well, at least he did, like, this this week. I don't know. That's... Who knows what that he's doing? Sounds right. like a powder. We'll never keg. know through this mainstream. Political podcasts <laughs> aren't my thing. I don't. I don't need that kind of stress. 
What if he became the new John Oliver? I don't want... John Oliver gets death threats. Oh, that's... I don't want to deal with that. that. I don't want people to, like, hate me so much that they want to kill me. I don't think I have anybody on that uh, that hates me that much right now. Although somebody did once tell me they want me to die in a car wreck on my birthday. From... From the podcast? No, this is just a person in my life. Just, oh, that's yeah, I have a nemesis. Still? That same person? They're apparent, I'm fine, but they're apparently still very upset. Well. It doesn't feel good. We'll leave you with that. It doesn't feel good. We'll leave you with that. Somebody wants the Brendo man to die. <laughs> well, even Batman has, you well, know. Batman's Batman. I'm not Batman. I'm not out there. You're like, you're kind of like a bat. You're the Brendo man. I'm not, what am I fighting against? Well, you're like, I saw that wrestling video. You're the big bad Brendo man. You kind of invite people to try to take your belt. <laughs> well, um, I appreciate you joining us again. And we'll be back Thank on you. Friday since we're releasing Wednesday and Friday this week. But next week, we're recording on Sunday, so we'll be there for you at RadioBrendo.com. And so, for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Derek Armijo. Have a good one, everybody. And John Goobang do.
Podcast on a movie. What movie would you do it on? What if we count to three and at three we both say the name of the movie? And if it is somehow the same movie, three, two, one, Super Mario Brothers! The Super Mario Brothers Minute. Two episodes a week. Benview Network. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com.